Oh, well, I like when Rick introduces the podcast at the beginning. You download you that it, guy? you know what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great, and welcome. <laughs> Read the show notes, you illiterate pig. <laughs> Easy now. Those of us who are illiterate pigs, that ain't right. No, no, you read. Well, barely. No, no, I'm at the act thereof. What? Like, like you know, if you downloaded it, people don't just go around willy-nilly just like, you know, downloaded the podcast. You know what you download. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Sometimes I'm... Like, that was stupid. <laughs> I, I do that with audiobooks. But I hate getting an audiobook that just really sucks. Uh, that doesn't happen to me very often. It's I, all in the narrator for me. Yeah, so I had one that was really bad recently that I was like, fuck this. This is terrible. And that's like the only one I've probably done that on in, yeah. in five or six years where I was yeah. just like, I can't. Yeah. Even if this guy has good information, I cannot do it. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, the last beautiful. one I tried was A, extremely dense, and B, had just the flattest narrator in the yeah. world. I downloaded I, I one of the new of Star Wars books, and it was like 15 hours. And like an hour in, I was like, I can't listen to this guy for 14 more hours. And even after I was kind of invested in the story, it's like, shit, I might just buy the book and read it. Like, yeah. Honestly, I'll never do that. Yeah. but No well, need to panic. I, I will not read the book. I haven't done that yet. But, <laughs> um, okay. Let's do this. All right. All right. You want me to introduce? Hey, everybody. Yeah, you go ahead. So welcome to another episode of Blue Ridge uh, Bonfire. We are sponsored by Blue Ridge Overland Gear because that's where we work. <laughs> we are at an, an irreverent podcast about overlanding and, like, cool outdoor gear. And, uh, yeah. I'm CT. Rick. Matt. And let's jump into it. Rick, what do we got on the, for the sh- on this I, show today? I still want to know, what does irreverent mean? <laughs> oh, 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 no, no, oh, this is good. This is good. We're going to Google this. Yeah, yeah, you look There's up, a man. really great definition on Google. It's <sighs> gotten way too fancy for me, I think. <laughs> we've, we've exceeded my capacity, for, <laughs> my intellectual capacities. <sighs> irreverent means showing a lack of respect for people or things that are generally taken seriously. Oh. Because we don't oh, take man. anything. That might be my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't take anything too seriously. Oh, okay, yeah. No, it makes way more sense now. Thanks. Except for bum bags, uh, <laughs> we take those pretty seriously. We do. We uh, do. It, it got real, real here in the shop with these. Uh, we may, we may take things. Some of that stuff I, too seriously. I even used my bum bag on the shoot the, uh, yesterday. Nice. Yeah, you did. I carried my spare batteries in it. Uh, so yeah, the bum bag <laughs> is our take on a fanny pack. Uh, by the time you see slash hear this episode. Uh, these will be out in the wild, but we will be continuing to produce these in batches. Essentially, it is a compact fanny pack. Uh, Velcro on the front. The production version has a two-way zipper. On the inside, there's Velcro panels in the front and back with a... You got to show the camera. With an organizer. Sorry, I don't <laughs> want to dump all my stuff out of there. Uh, yeah, so the Velcro organizer allows you to keep things like a mini multi-tool, a uh, flashlight, and extra batteries in there. I've got a little notebook. You don't may not know me, but you'll learn soon on this podcast. I have a knife in there, uh, you know things like that, and super handy. It also has the belt that's long enough to turn this into a sling if you want to rock it that way. Uh, It'll fit some, us a full size cell phone. Yep, yep, big old modern cell phones cool. fit in there. Um, very small handguns, uh, possibly as well. Yeah, uh, like Glock forty three, forty three X, the Sig three sixty five series, all fit really well. Uh, the organizer also holds mags really well. We've had some folks kit these out with like a tourniquet, two mags, and the pistol, uh, camera lenses. Um, well, one of our one of our adventure pros was in Switzerland and and just put a bunch of chocolate and cheese in it. Uh, I'm not oh, angry about I love that. Chocolate yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and uh, slots on the front. Like I keep a space pen right there all the time, so it's handy. But yeah, keep an eye on the website for when these are available. We are still taking orders for these, uh, so snag one if you uh, the notion hits you. If you need more pockets, because cargo pants are out of style yeah. and they've ruined my. Also, if you're a woman and you run into the snag where like they just don't give you enough pockets in your pants, yeah, it's a it's a real problem. Ladies' pocket pants pockets are like theoretical, like yeah, they don't they're they're not literal at all. They elude. They make they 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 fake you out. They make you think there's a pocket there, but then it's like I have three daughters and a wife. I know nothing about this. Really? <laughs> like, That's why Brandy. Well, yeah, zero. your family tends to like buy more real clothes. Like they're not they don't just buy it for this the is, fashion. Is, they want it to is, work. White, this is a right? mystery. You know? I've never heard these things. <laughs> yeah, I've heard people complain about pockets and dresses maybe yeah. true, true. being important but short of that i've uh and i just like that it keeps everything organized regardless of what pockets you have all my it, dresses have pockets. It, yeah, yeah same here yeah um my and, kilts you know it comes and also not all, all all of my dresses don't have pockets if you want to speak literally yeah because mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh but stuff goes to the bottom of your pockets you got to dig it out the, the the keeper that we call the organizer in there is great for keeping everything in its spot hence the name and uh, you can honestly have that behind your back, pull out whatever you need without ever looking. So wow, bum bag commercial just by uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So uh, speaking of new things, uh, we've got a new limited run coming down the pike. Matt, do you want to tell us about that with Ranger Day and all that good stuff? We're talking about the panels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do uh, Ranger Day is the end of July, mm-hmm. so it's basically a day dedicated to park rangers and all that fun stuff. So we are gonna do. Um, some panels in Ranger Green. Um, we're gonna do Ranger Green and Coyote, so it'll be a very similar color palette to what the uh, to what the mum bag is, and we may try to sneak some pouches in there and some stuff like that. So, kind of towards the end of July, we're gonna see some of that happening. Uh, again, that'll probably be limited run stuff because um, Ranger Green is a little hard to get a hold of uh, at this point. So, we're trying to trying to do entertaining things with it and not uh, not burn yeah. it up. And what about and speaking of stuff that's not limited run, aren't the uh, the all black panels and pouches coming back? All black panels and pouches by the time this releases should be back live and and going um, black on black panels, black on black pouches in small and medium GP. Yeah, those were really well received and had a lot of folks asking about them. So we're going to make that a regular product. So yeah. if you've been waiting for the stealthy option, uh, by the time you hear this, you will have your chance. Stealthy, I'm like, tactical is a hay bale. Anyway, okay, let's move on. Uh, so, hey, we had a question that uh, we get a lot. This is on Instagram, but we get it via email and whatever. And we've got an FAQ on the site, but uh, just to get that information out there. For those of you that are illiterate like myself, uh, why you don't make an attic for xyz uh we get that a lot um now of course our attics are kind of uh they are a bit adaptable like we had a guy that just put the forerunner attic in a lexus 570 i believe um recently a customer had a l track and a van so that obviously is really easy to put a attic on but if you're wondering why don't you make an attic for a 1994 azuzu trooper uh or something like that um, was that a question? Well, I feel like maybe it was. I didn't mean to like really call anybody out, but then as I was like halfway through the sentence, I was like, oh, I think somebody did ask about that. Uh, but anyway, do you guys want to tell... I, our... I think part of it is there isn't a ton of Azuzu Troopers out there still in, from 1994. If there are, let us know. We'd want one in the shop to build an attic off of because we might actually be able to make that one work. 
uh, most of the reason we do it is due to attachment points. Um, you know, we want attachment points that are um, basically not not much over the center of the passenger seats. Um, and then you've got to have rear attachment points. And a lot of vehicles just don't have the rear set of attachment points. And, and they can be closed hanger hooks or grab handles in this, you know, in the, in the second row. Um, but everything else, so few vehicles have an, a good attachment point in the back half of the truck where it either doesn't, it makes the, with attachment points are, it makes the attic sort of run downhill so everything wants to fall out the back. So you can't keep it kind of tight up against the roof because that's part of what makes it work is you need to be able to kind of fill it up so that it gets a little friction off the roof in the attic and then it doesn't slide out or the roof line works like that like land cruisers are the perfect example because they have a the roof line dips down at the passenger uh, at the passenger seat so the way the attic is it actually kind of it runs up against that roof line so whatever's in there kind of kind of holds itself in jeep roll bars are the same thing right you work around the roll bars so the roll bars kind of kind of lock everything yeah. into the bottom of the attic so if it doesn't have a good way to kind of hold it in place well um or it doesn't have great attachment points it just doesn't work it everything falls out yeah. and you don't want anything that's going to fall out forward to the driver right so if you're in a wreck or you you know something weird happened uh you know, when we sort of look at it, it's about, okay, if, if you have a jacket up there and that jacket falls out, where does it land? Yeah. Well, we want it to, we, we don't want it to land in the front half of the truck. Um, yeah. <laughs> we don't want it to fall out at all, but we don't want it to land in the front half of the truck. So that's kind of the kicker is trying to figure that out or looking at that. And there are a few vehicles that we probably don't make addicts for that, that have those attachment points, like what's the one, uh, excursion Yeah. or, 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 playing with a custom excursion attic in the next couple days the bronco Um, right we've toyed with that idea yeah the the bronco may work we're gonna see we've only had a two-door in the shop to look at um so we're hoping the four-door maybe has got some more some more room to kind of make that work they got the uh jlu attic to work in it so who knows well, yeah, yeah. I, if we could get if we get a if we get a Ford or Bronco in the shop, we'll absolutely look at that one because that one has more attachment points than a lot of vehicles, so um, it's got some options. And like Subarus, we there's a there's a chunk of years that we make them, and then Matt can speak more. But essentially, they took a feature away, which kind of made our addicts uh, yeah, not work useless. Anymore. Yeah, so I, I don't remember what gen that was, but there's this a there's a generation of Subarus, and it's about a four year period where they actually have the hooks for the baby seats you know like for cars kids car seats they actually have a hook in the roof in the back which make this great spot there was three of them across the back makes this great spot to attach an attic to um because you can use that and then the two grab handles and everything kind of works well because it kind of rolls up to the top and it holds up to the front pretty well and suddenly you have this great platform and then subaru got rid of all the hooks in the ceiling for the baby seat or the kid seat strap and put it in the floor and there's no more attachment points in the back yeah. at all. There's not a closed hook hanger. There's not anything. Yeah. 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 So if you're wondering why we don't have it for, you know, X, Y, Z, like a lot of like double cab trucks don't have anything in the back. That's, that's a broad category, but you know, uh, people... yeah, like Tacomas with the, I think it's called the access cab. People ask about all that, that all the time. And it's like, well, there's no attachment points up there on the crew cab. There is though. Yeah. Yeah, some of the X6 cabs actually have them in Tacomas, and it doesn't. It's not terrible. Um, oh, okay. The the biggest issue with most of the trucks is the the like in a Dodge the where you the point at which you the grab handle to get in is actually attached to the front seat belt, 
and it's not actually in the ceiling. Yeah. It's the handle's actually up forward at the at the uh, B pillar. So if you attach it to that, it's way off the roof because it's low where the seatbelt handle is. And then it's everything. If anything happened, it would fall forward to the driver, yeah. or fall into the back of the back of the driver. And we don't obviously don't Which, can't have that happening. Speaking of attic questions, we don't talk about like how much people load them, uh, like what the load rating is, because of course people would push that. But like if you're considering putting your traction platforms up there, don't that's do that. It's a really bad idea. Yeah, remember like anything that's up there that has the potential to come out is coming out at your head. Well, so, I mean, it's, it's it's anything that comes out should come out in the lap of the passenger yeah. would be the would be the issue. And I we, we designed it around jackets and yeah, uh, sleeping bags, PFDs, stuff yeah. like that. That's that's where we started using it because for us it was like okay, five kids in a Land Cruiser or three kids in a Land Cruiser, five of us going to do something. Well, in the summer we have all this wet crap that gets thrown into the floor of the Land Cruiser. Not that the Land Cruiser isn't got shit flowing on the floor of it right now, <laughs> but uh, at that point it was like, okay, we need a place to be able to put this up where it's not going to get, where it can dry out yeah. as, as we're moving, and it's not uh, not going to hold moisture and kind of sop up into the carpet or something. Yeah. Um, so that's why we started it, and then it was like, oh, in the winter this is great. We just throw extra jackets up here. Yeah. So all the kids have you know hats, jackets, gloves. We can throw them up in the in the attic store it up there and then we don't have to worry about whether we have it or you know where we're going to put it when they get in it's just like they take it off stuff it in there and it's out of the way and it's not 13 jackets piled in the back seat so uh, it often boils down to does it have good attachment points and then are there enough of them of this type of vehicle in use in use in the overland community that warrants like putting the the effort into the product and, and stocking it and that kind of a thing like your 87 pins gower as cool as it might be, we aren't going to develop an attic for Dude, that. Dude, if you have an 87 Pensgauer and you want to bring it by the shop, I'll build you an attic. Because yeah, that would I be great content. I will roll camera just, on that. That will, would be a good video. It doesn't even matter. I don't even care if we have a camera. It would just be cool. I retract my fun. previous statement. Yeah, <laughs> It would be cool and it would be fun. If you Again, 87 Pensgauer, call us. I, I've bring seen, it. I've seen we'll them. Totally I want to ride it. in a Pensgauer. <laughs> yes. So, so uh, Another question we got that we're going to kind of modify was, what's your favorite piece of gear? And the uh, person that submitted this did not say if it was gear that we make or if it was uh, gear outside of that realm. So we're going to go around and pick from both categories. Real quick, if you're hearing rumbling in this recording, uh, that's because the Pinsgower guy got here really quickly. (laughs) He was in a big hurry. Yeah. And uh, there, there's logging happening in the woods over here, so you may hear some some diesel engines. And by in the woods, he means approximately 24 feet to our left. Yes, because <laughs> we are in the woods. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Uh, actually, we're sort of working on some some campsites and stuff like that, and clearing some trees as part of that. Yeah, we'll have some exciting news and some updates about what's going on here at, at the Blue shop. Ridge HQ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Our right. favorite piece of gear. Favorite oh, yeah, gear. Who's going first? Uh, Matt. Okay. Oh wow! I get, I get, I get. Or I can go first. Uh, so your favorite that we make and favorite that we don't make. Yes, throw this stuff on me. I guess it depends on how we're defining gear, right? So there's a lot of things that we make that I use a lot. Um, and I'm gonna give you a few because I, um, because I don't know that I can narrow it down to one. A visor panel is like the the thing I use probably every day. Um, no, I just store a lot of miscellaneous stuff in there. Uh, everything from, you know, res- registration and insurance stuff, but I, I keep I will keep money and document stuff in there and stuff like that. So it's like I always 
that's sort of my go-to place for anything I don't need to lose into the depths of the car if I'm if I'm doing something. So that's a that's a piece that I really appreciate. Um, the other thing I honestly use probably more than anything else. So I don't know if I'm going to go with things I use, not necessarily favorite pieces. Things I use, I use pouches, Velcro pouches, a crap load. Like, and just not, I mean, because they work in tool bags and they work in all this other stuff, but I have Velcro panels on drawers. I have Velcro panels on the inside of drawers that I've got pouches, you know, attached to. And then I've got a bunch of stuff that I, you know, each one of those kind of has different things in it. Like I've got one for, that's just full of batteries. Everything from nine volts to CR one two threes to yeah. CR thirty two thirty two whatever they are anyway, um, but just have a crap like I have one pouch that's just got a crap load of random batteries in it because I'm always I'm always out of batteries or something's always dead. Uh, so anyway, so the Velcro pouches are a, a huge a huge one for me. I just use them a lot. Um, again, not not particularly an exciting piece of gear. Maybe not my favorite as far as aesthetics and functionality and cool. Maybe functionality ranks high, but it's not, it's not, you know, it's not super cool, but it is a piece that I use constantly. Um, I think the only other thing that I really like that I've been using lately that is not in existence uh, is the panel I've got on the back of my truck that I keep bug spray, sunscreen, uh, all that kind of stuff in. So at some point we may, we may bring that to life, but that's a piece that I use. Again, I use that this time of year because we have a huge tick problem here. Um, I use that constantly, and it's just uh, it's actually screwed or velcroed on a velcro panel, screwed to the back of one of my drawers, and that that ranks high on my list of of daily use pieces. Non non. So you know, it depends on what you define as gear. Like you know, I have a a forty ounce insulated you know one of one of these things that i i use regularly uh as far as favorite piece of gear in my truck uh i again i probably either i would have to go with either i've got a goal zero yeti in there that i happen to love uh that i didn't know that i was gonna love um that i've become really fond of because i constantly am charging and plugging stuff into it and it just works super well super simple and I've just grown to appreciate that, and I didn't think I would. Um, and I basically have that in there in place of a dual battery. Um, other than that, it would be my fridge. That would be my other. I, I love I love having a fridge because mm. I Matt's just, the king of the truck launch. I, I, I yeah no I I hundred percent love love having a fridge. That is that is I tell people all the time that's the first thing I would put in there. Yeah, visor panel and a fridge. First two things go in my truck. So for me, uh, for broad gear, number one is the headrest trash bag because I use it all the time. Stole that one from you. Sorry, man. Yeah, I also get... love the Cheez-It Carrier. Now, those are off. You can only find those usually like once a year on limited run, but Cheez-It Carrier is great. You can just hold stuff between your seats. So it's just, just like the just like the trash can, like easy access from the driver. It's just hold extra stuff right there. Or the Goldfish Carrier. Oh, yeah. Goldfish carrier. Goldfish carrier. Yes, this goldfish year. carrier. Mm. Yes. This year uh, Oreo carrier, you know. Yeah. It might be chicken and a biscuit in the future, you know. <laughs> Can't hold us any triscuits, you know, like, who knows? I'll say we mix it up next year. It's like the go play carrier. Like just pull a yogurt. Just put some ice in it. <laughs> um and uh all of our tool stuff is just awesome. And then uh for like other gear that that I just carry all the time is a Leatherman uh, 
This is called a Leatherman Sidekick. I thought it was a Leatherman Wave. This is a Leatherman Sidekick. Um, I've had I had other like multi-tool kind of stuff before that was a little bigger, and it had sharp edges. I had a SOG that was pretty cool. I still have it, but it's just a little too pokey, I guess, to keep in your pocket. This one's small. Um, knife on the outside. Use that just all the time. Keep it on my belt. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so CT totally stole mine, but I'm going to reinforce the headrest trash bag. Like, it may not be Gucci gear, but uh, it keeps the truck clean, and I'm always amazed when I do clean it out at the gas station. How, How much, much crap is in yeah, it? Yeah, you, like, right. turn it upside down and shake it, and it's like some Santa Claus crap happening. <laughs> uh, like, the worst Christmas ever, but you get the idea. Um, I'll say, like, for something that I really appreciate is our uh, headrest first aid kit with a small first aid uh, pouch on the back. Like... It holds it. It's called our small first aid kit, but that's because our medium and our large are huge. Uh, you can really pack a lot in the small, and I use it a lot for you know just like oh need a band aid, oh some like you know stingies, uh, whatever you know, and tourniquet, C splint, all that stuff is in there for more serious situations. Um, for other tools, uh, yeah. So I I probably would have to say. Uh, my Wazoo Survival Belt. I recently got CT on this train with these. They're Essentially, cool. it's a webbing belt. Uh, it looks pretty nondescript, except the entire length of it's a pocket, and you can put one of their kits in it or pack it with whatever you want. I've got everything from zip ties to like emergency fire starters. And one of the things that you think like, oh, I'll never need that is uh, they have water purification tablets. Was fishing with some buddies. We thought we'd fish a couple hours like five hours later we were you know five miles from the truck it was really hot we only had one water bottle so uh scooped up some water right out of the creek wanted to avoid any of the uh, creepy crawlies in the water so dropped some tablets in there let them do their thing and then we had clean water so yeah carry it with you every day five miles from the truck in the water sounds like a long way yeah the fishing was pretty good though, so yeah. like, we just kept going further. Could, couldn't stop. Yeah, and suddenly, yeah. like we came out of the haze, like the creek ended. Oh, where are we? <laughs> I'm so thirsty. <laughs> my my... The, the, the trout haze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just been going so well. Yeah. <laughs> my my uh, special addition to my Wazoo cash belt is a, a one-time use super glue. Just in a little baggie in case it explodes. I something. can't wait but till then, it explodes. Eats through I know. the baggie it just and like then glues to him. To... It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna video that. It for hasn't sure. happened yet. Like so, CT wears uh, the same whoa. pants like four days in a row, and we're like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of mine. Uh, yeah, and we will be back with another episode before you know it. Thanks for listening. We're done already. I'm so disappointed. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> we're not done. They're done for this one. So. Done. All right. Bye.